Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Lindsay Taylor joining us here from Charlottesville, Virginia. Excited to have her here from the Music In Me LLC. Yes, she does music therapy, and that's the website, themusicinmeva.com. Welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much. Please introduce yourself to our listeners today. Sure. Yeah. Hi, I'm Lindsay Taylor. I'm a board-certified music therapist. Um, I own my own private practice called The Music in Me LLC, and I provide music therapy services and uh, private music lessons to the Charlottesville area. Beautiful. Tell us all the ways we can contact you. Yeah, so you can reach me, like you said, at my website. That's www.themusicandmeva.com. Uh, you can also reach me at my email address, which is uh, knuckleslindsay at gmail.com. And you can also find me on Facebook. Oh, wonderful. Let's talk about the services you do. Sure, yeah. So uh, music therapy is an evidence-based practice. Uh, just like physical therapy and occupational therapy. Um, But we use music as our medium to address our therapeutic goals. Uh, Usually our goals are like memory care, emotional support, development, growth motor, things like that. Um, And you have to be a board-certified music therapist to practice music therapy. You have to pass your boards and go to an accredited university. Um, and we, we work in a lot of different facilities and with a lot of different populations. Uh, there's a lot of different things you can do with it. Ooh, I want to hear more about this. This is fascinating, the work you're doing. Go to the website, guys. Again, themusicandmeva.com. And I think it's important, first and foremost, though, to get to know you and your background, if you don't mind, telling us where you grew up and what brought you into this field. Sure, yeah. So I'm, I grew up in Charlottesville. It's my hometown. Um, I have did music ever since I was really little. I, you know, did uh, choir, concert choir, uh, Virginia concert, um, and I did, you know, choir in school. I learned the piano, um, so I kind of knew that I wanted to do music somehow in my career, uh, but I wasn't really sure how I wanted to do that. And to be honest, I didn't really like performing. It was not my area that I enjoyed doing. Uh, music. Um, but I really enjoyed watching how music would touch people, like touch their personalities and touch their spirit and just bring them, bring, make them, you know, open up more. And uh, I really saw that with a friend of mine who's a sister at autism and she just loved music. It was her favorite thing to do during the day. So I was really interested in that and I really loved psychology. So I did some research And I found music therapy, which ended up combining both of the things that I was really interested in. So I I went to school at Queens University of Charlotte in North Carolina, and I ended up completing my undergraduate degree, and then I completed my internship in public school settings and passed my board, and it was on the road from there. Oh, wow. Amazing. Well, excited to have you. I want to learn more about music therapy and, of course, all you do to offer to help people. So where do we begin? Sure. So um, a lot of times I recommend that people go to two different websites, you know, just in terms of research. Um, You can check out the American Music Therapy Association website. That's musictherapy.org. 
And you can also check out the website for the certification for a music therapist. That's the certification for a music therapist, and that's cbmt.org. Those are websites that I recommend people check out because it has a lot of information about how we got started as as a therapy practice and what it takes to become a music therapist. Um, you have to complete an undergraduate degree in either music therapy um, or some people do kind of create their own program where they combine um, basically a dual major of music and uh, counseling and psychology uh, because you have to have a lot of therapy practices and techniques to be a music therapist. Um, But typically... you do it through an undergraduate degree um, as, a, as a music therapy degree. And the way that works is you, you essentially have uh, all of your music classes. You have, you have to be proficient in piano, voice, and guitar, as well as percussion. And then on top of that, you have all of your therapy practicums. So you will have clients that you work with directly. You will develop your therapy skills, and you'll learn how to use music uh, to address your therapeutic goals with your clients. Got it. Wow. And could you share some of these things? What are the people, you know, the ther- therapy for is specifically? Sure. So it, it really can widely vary. It depends on, you know, what the specific therapist wants to use it for. So I specialize in using uh, my music therapy background to help people address um, a lot of neurological and developmental concerns. Uh, so I work, I work a lot with geriatrics. Um, I address a lot of attention, um, socialization, uh, interaction with, um, you know, between not only the residents, but also between the staff. Because, you know, when, resi- when, when someone moves into a facility, you know, there's, it's really jarring. They, they struggle with losing their independence and they're really confused as to why they can't remember things and why they're not able to, you know, get dressed on their own. And that's really frustrating. So to be able to rebuild that relationship and create positive relationships uh, for those people are really important. Uh, we also work a lot on um, emotional regulation, uh, you know, trying to build coping skills or maintain coping skills uh, for when they're having difficult days. Um, And to also give the staff, you know, options of what they can do with the residents when they're struggling. Um, Different things like that. So, and then also I work with uh, individuals who have developmental delays um, and neurological concerns such as autism and Down syndrome. Uh, We work a lot on... Uh, learning to follow directions, um, you know, developing a lot of self-care skills, just in terms of uh, learning how to follow routines, um, understand, you know, certain practices during the day, such as, you know, completing homework or even just getting in and out of the car. You know, that, that can be a tough skill for some people. Uh, so it really does vary. There's a lot of different things that we can do with music. Wow. Well, this is fascinating. We want to find out more about uh, the work you're doing. We have to take a quick commercial break. Would you mind sharing uh, your website, phone number, social media pages, how we could contact you? Yes. So again, you can contact me at 
my website, which is themusicandmeva.com. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook, The Music and Me LLC, as well as my email address, which is knuckleslindsay at gmail.com. All right. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Let's do this. Let's take that break. And when we return, we'll obviously talk more about the work you're doing and how you can help our listeners. So please, everyone, stay with us. Don't go anywhere. If you have unfiled taxes or are in debt to the IRS, this is important news. The IRS just rolled out a new program to help struggling taxpayers more easily resolve their tax problems. It's called the Taxpayer Relief Initiative, and it opens up powerful new options for people looking to get back on the right track with the IRS. And no one knows this program like the professionals at Optima Tax Relief, America's most trusted tax resolution company. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debt for their clients and have the expertise and experience to help you. One easy call to Optima can start the process, helping to put an end to your worries of wage garnishment, asset seizure, and other aggressive IRS actions. Make today the beginning of your fresh start with the IRS. Call the experts at Optima Tax Relief now for your free confidential consultation. Call 800 386 9945 800-386-9945 Do you want to be healthier? Do you want to have better relationships? Do you want to have more abundance and success in your career? Maximize your potential in this lifetime with Feng Shui. My name is Ayelita Lito. I'm a Feng Shui master. I help my clients achieve all of this and more. Contact me at A-E-L-I-T-A-L-E-T-O dot com. dot com. Are you looking for even more of the podcasts and hosts that you love? The Podcast Business News Network is proud to announce that you now have even more ways to listen live. Check out the MyTuner Radio, Online Radio Box, and Simple Radio apps on iOS and Android, or find us online. Search for Business News Network on MyTuner-Radio.com, or search Podcast Business News Network on Streama.com and OnlineRadioBox.com slash US. Take your podcasts on the go and don't miss a minute of the action. Hey, welcome to Everything Outdoors. Can I help you find anything? Hey, yeah. Can you point us to the camping gear? Sure, aisle two. Snowboarding? Just bought a new Nissan Pathfinder. It's got intelligent 4x4, and we want to hit the backcountry. Aisle 18. And the boats? Are you sure you can do all this? Up to 6,000 pounds towing, we're good to go. Oh, where's the scuba gear? Return to rugged in the all-new 2022 Nissan Pathfinder. Available Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Towing capability varies by configuration. See Nissan Owner's Manual for proper use. Welcome to Philo, where you can get more than 60 channels for $25 in PBR for days. We've got hip-hop for lovers, renovations for brothers, pups for preschoolers, and hugs for hallmarkies. Start your free trial and find out more at philo.tv. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. And welcome back to the show. We're so excited to have our guest here joining us talking about uh, the benefits of, well, music therapy. Yes. And if you go to the website, just to confirm, it's the musicinmeva.com, right? That is correct. Yeah, I'm just not able to pull it up. So I don't know if there was a problem or it's just maybe on my end, but it goes to like a a GoDaddy thing. So that's why I want to make sure I'm saying it correctly. Is Hmm. it working for you? It is. I don't know why that is not working. 
oh, well, you know, I am seeing some issues. So I, I will look at, I will find out why that is not working and I will get, get that fixed today. Um, but yes, no, that is the website. Um, we just seem to be having some issues. Sure That's okay. Okay. Well, what else did you want our listeners to get to know you, to know you with and what you're doing? Talk about your service. Sure. Yeah. So, uh, I use music therapy with a lot of different facilities and, um, schools in the area. So I'm contracted, um, and I work with these facilities, um, around, usually around their activities. Um, and a lot of the times it's in groups. Uh, because we want to facilitate a lot of that socialization. Um, but I also do individual sessions uh, where I will go to a person's home um, and help them within their home setting. Um, at the moment, we do not have an office, but we may that may change in the future. But right now, we just kind of prefer to go to people's uh, personal environments to, so just to help them be as most comfortable as they can. Amazing. Oh, could you share some of the clients and the stories that you've worked with? And, you know, I want to hear some examples of how this helps people. Sure. Uh, so um, my first client that I ever worked with was a uh, 16-year-old boy. Um, and the setting that I saw him in was actually on our campus. So Queens University is really awesome They in that they... They expose you to clients from the beginning. Um, and that was one reason why I chose them, because we had a clinic on campus. And uh, he had autism, and he was nonverbal. So that means that he uh, was unable to communicate through words. However, he did communicate by typing um, and on a, like a, 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 a tablet or a laptop. Um, and then he also was learning how to communicate with sign language. Uh, so we were using music therapy to address a lot, a lot of different goals. So um, he was just learning how to type at the time. So we wanted to use music therapy to help him develop his fine motor skills. And so the way we did that was we actually used uh, learning the piano and learning how to read music um, in an adapted way. We didn't, you know, use traditional sheet music. We created an adapted version of that. And he had to learn how to follow the music and, you know, tap the sheet and then tap the piano keys. And that ended up translating to learning how to tap on a t- on a keyboard and an iPad to communicate. It was really cool. Uh, and he really enjoyed that because it was fun. It didn't feel like work. Um, so he was much more inclined to actually participate you know, because a lot of times we don't want to actually do therapy. It's hard. It's hard work. It's exhausting. Um, so when you're more motivated to participate, you see a lot more results. I agree. Exactly. It's so true. Wow. And, and by the way, if you are just tuning in, let's remind everyone uh, we're here today uh, talking um, with Lindsay Taylor in regards to the music therapy that she does. And again, music enrichment services as well as uh, adapted private. So what type of private settings uh, and lessons do you do in a sense? Sure. So adapted private music lessons are um, music lessons where I adjust the traditional versions of teaching music to better suit my uh, students. So I find that 
traditional methods of teaching music are a little bit more difficult for some people because not everybody is able to sight read music, you know, naturally. I could not. And actually, I still struggle with that. It just was not something that I was very good at. And so for years, I felt like I was not a good enough musician because I just had a hard time with that. But then I quickly realized that that wasn't true. I had other skills. Um, and actually ended up being, a, I, I was a very proficient musician. Um, I just struggled with that specific area. So I wanted to create an environment where people could feel like they could come learn music and not feel like they had to follow traditional methods. So I adapt my methods to however my student learns. Um, and this kind of opens the door for people who um, are not neurotypical. They have, you know, other challenges such as attention deficit, autism, Down syndrome, you know, they, they don't have um, a neurotypical brain. So we need, we shouldn't have typical ways of teaching them. We need to be more flexible. Well, you know what, and just curious with your musical background, right? What are your, what are your favorite things I'm most passionate about when it comes to music? Well, so I really enjoy um folk music, and I actually really enjoy uh, Irish music. Um, I really love sessions. So an Irish session is a is a, a setting where musicians just get together. They do not practice their music beforehand. They just bring their instruments, and they usually gather in like a bar, and they just sit down, and they play together. They've usually never met. Um, they don't know each other. They're just playing, and just to watch yeah. mu- the music um, connect these people and mm-hmm. to create this music that's so just inviting. Um, it makes you feel happy to be around it. Uh, I, I love that. Oh, I love it too. <laughs> now, we'll talk about the, the, now, you do virtual work, obviously, as well, right? I do, um, yes, I do some virtual work, that is correct. And what, what, um, tell me, yeah, explain the virtual aspect of it and how, how you can, what you can do. So that started during the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, because we couldn't see people directly. Um, but I, there were still a lot of people who needed services, and then I had a lot of people show interest in learning a, an instrument during that time, because we were all stuck at home, and we were bored. So a lot of people would want to learn an instrument. So I created a way that I could, you know, teach a lesson over the, you know, over the computer. Um, But then I also started doing some music therapy sessions over the computer. That does look very different than a typical session um, because I can't necessarily control the environment. Uh, However, we, a lot of music therapists, we would say that, um, a core piece of our work is we have to be flexible. We work with our client. We follow the client and meet them where they are. And so we just learned to let it go with the flow. And we would use a lot of music to address the goal in a different way. If the goal was attention, you know, we would do a lot of um, singing a song and then pausing halfway through a verse to see if my client was paying attention and would they finish the verse for me or do something to indicate to me Yes, please keep going. Perfect. Ah. Well, I also want to find out again, what is your social media page, Lindsay, since the website's down? 
Sure, yes. So it's um, it's on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it's the Music in Me LLC. Um, the specific address is uh, the at the Music in Me seventeen. Perfect. I believe that's what it is. I found it as the Music and Me LLC. That's how I just searched you. Okay, perfect. Want to make oh, sure fantastic. you're 520 so Eastbrook Drive, right? That is correct. Yay! Okay, perfect. Just making sure. And uh, so glad that's working. No, right? <laughs> it's so one. true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. But taking a look, it's so cute. Um, you know, scrolling through some of these projects, you working with some kids. Um, you were over, I guess, at the Westwood campus, and they were doing. You look so happy uh, working with these children, beating on uh, their drums. Yes, so that is with the Virginia Institute of Autism. Uh, mm-hmm. That is the um, if if. I, if I have any listeners who are familiar with that or who are not familiar with that, uh, VIA is um, a program that provides uh, a place for children and adults now, we now have an adult center, um, to come and not only learn their academic skills, but also learn a lot of self-care skills. And um, I, am the, I am the music provider. So I come in and I provide music once a week with the students um, and they they asked me to come in and do that because uh, these children would not benefit from a typical music class. They are not, they're only just learning how to even sit in a chair um, and pay attention. So that's really hard on a music teacher because they're having to control a class while also teaching very specific skills. So it, they just would not benefit from that. And it would be really hard on a music teacher to have to do that. So they hired a music therapist instead. And we do all sorts of things. We do a lot of the similar things that they would learn in a music class. We learn rhythm. We learn, um, you know, tonality and how to sing and and different instruments. But we do it in a different way. And we also learn how to, you know, identify our emotions and uh, learn how to share and follow directions. It's fun. It's a blast. Oh, well, it's uh, got to be so rewarding, right? Uh, clearly, uh, it's, you know, to see the looks on these children's face, how much fun and excitement it brings to them, you know? Oh, my goodness. And you were assisting also, I guess, someone with uh, brain trauma recently as well. Um, and what was that? It was aired in 2015. It was a PBS documentary or? Well, so that, that is not me, but I wanted to, I shared that on my website because it was an excellent example of how music therapy can help people who have traumatic brain injuries. But yes, so, um, this music therapist was using music therapy to not only connect with her patient, which I, I really say that a lot because it's so important in therapy to connect with your patient. If you don't have a connection, then you're not going to get anywhere. That client's not going to trust you. They're not going to open up to you and express how they're feeling. And they're certainly not going to be want to be motivated to work on anything that you are trying to get done. Um, so that's a big core piece of what we're doing. Um, but then also, you know, when you have a traumatic brain injury, uh, there's a lot of confusion with that uh, because you don't understand. You can feel your brain not working. You can't understand why. And it's very frustrating. Um, and it can affect people in different ways. Sometimes it, you know, it will affect your motor skills. You're not able to move. Um, or maybe you can move, 
but you can't quite get the executive functioning to work to actually complete a task. So music has, and this has been scientifically proven, that music is able to target specific areas of the brain. Your entire brain actually is activated when you listen to music. So the idea is that we use music to try to help the brain find a different pathway for completing this task. And it takes time. It's not going to be immediate, but it's fun. The patient's having fun, so their stress levels are down. And that also helps you build new skills because if you're stressed, (laughs) you're not going to be able to learn new skills because your brain is literally blocking that signal. So does that make sense? No, We're, we're kind of targeting two different things. Got it, got it, got it. Wow, this is amazing, the work you're doing. Well, let's, uh, to sum up for today's show, let's remind everyone how we can reach you and, again, how they can contact you if they have any questions. Yes, so um, I apologize that the website is down right now. I'm not sure why, but uh, it will come back up for um just so you have it when it's ready, the website is themusicandmeva.com. You can also find me at my Facebook page, which is The Music and Me LLC. And you can also reach me at my email address, knuckleslindsay at gmail.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, okay? You have a fantastic day. Thank you so much. Exciting to learn about the work you're doing and how helpful it can be. Have a great day, Lindsay, and to all of our listeners. Thank you. Stay tuned. More of the show on the way. Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old. I should have worn those earrings today. I like those earrings. Gabby has those awesome earrings. I need to ask her where she got those, but that's just what she would want me to do. I'll have Michaela ask her for me. Buckle up, Sarah. Yeah, but then Michaela will be like, why don't you just ask her yourself? That's just like Michaela. Sarah, buckle up. Michaela's such a great name. I wish I was called Michaela. There's like a dozen Sarahs in my class. Hey, we're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh yeah, seatbelt. I forget sometimes because my brain is, like, busy, you know? I wonder if there's pizza at school today. Sometimes it can be tough to get through to your kids, but it's not impossible. Always make sure they're wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Remember, you have the keys, you have the power. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information.